There's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness.
Ah, good stuff. Good there morning, folks. Who was that? That was That's, a good piece of music uh, there. Not bad now, is it? That's yeah. the uh, High Kings. And, uh, oh, is that the High Kings? Go yeah, back. there you go. The boys are back in town because we are. <laughs> we are back in town. We're away so often that we have to play that song quite regularly. We're, you see. We're, it's rare when we're together anymore now. It's good to see you, though. And good to see you, too. Looking well. And we'll be together next weekend as well. Uh-huh. But not here. No, no. Yeah, we'll down be in uh, the Big Apple. Yeah, a lot of people envious about us now heading down there. Oh, I'd say that. Watch right, the start yeah. of the uh, 2017 uh, football championship. Kicking it all off. Sligo versus New York. Be some match, won't it? It will be a great match, all right. Yeah. Oh, it's mighty. I'll be Sligo for the weekend anyway. Just you so you will. Know, I'll have the jersey, yeah. I have the jersey. It's yeah. packed in the bag, <laughs> waiting for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good crack anyway. We're going to fly out on uh, Friday. We have to get down early so we're not late for the match, right? Oh, yeah. That's right. You get a good seat. <laughs> Friday. We'll be like the Germans. We'll go down and put a towel right on the chair, will we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and you were asking about the tickets. Hopefully we don't have... If, if anybody thinks, um, you know, John Morley always goes down to watch Mayo playing down there. Yeah, no, they'd get a good crowd, though, wouldn't they? They would, yeah, but I wonder if he bought a ticket before he went down or he would he just... He could tell us. He'd have some swing down Text there. Text us anyway. in there, John, in case you need... Uh, yeah, well, would we need tickets to see Sligo versus New York or could we just walk in? <laughs> so they know the head on us, wouldn't be like a U2 concert, I'd say. They'd know the head on us. They would, yeah. oh, come in, lads. Come with the, with the, jerseys, the jerseys should be your ticket, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sligo should pay for us to attend it. Of course, they might put us on the pitch. Well, well that's my, <laughs> that's my fear down there, to be honest, is that we get a game. Yeah, we could get called up indeed. Speaking of Gaelic games, now a uh, bit of a um, surprise last weekend that our, our uh, that the uh, reigning All Ireland champions uh, Tipperary uh, didn't just lose a game to Galway; they got absolutely destroyed oh, by Galway murdered, in the league final last week. So that's going to make the championship very interesting this year with uh, Galway looking really strong. Tipperary didn't really show up for that one, and. Um, the, uh, the the hurling this year is going to be very interesting. You know, you can't you can't. There's about yes. seven teams there. You can't rule them out. And of course, poor old Davy. Davy's gone. He got a, a an eight week ban for uh, encroaching on the field there. So Davy Fitzgerald is going to be. Uh, that also means, believe it or not, that he actually can't. Technically, uh, a ban means that you can't have any involvement in any aspect of the ga- of Gaelic games. From he can't attend everything. games, so he can't even attend training. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Now I wonder if there's a, a a little loophole there that he might not call the training official training, bring them off somewhere. But oh, he's not allowed oh, on right. football, at, you know, on on parks. Uh, like, yeah, it's oh, a it's a fairly hardcore, fairly hardcore thing. stuff. And. Um, you would be very familiar with the um, the uh, the, un- the under twenty one football series, Kenny, and uh, this is the l- the last ever under twenty one football final takes place today. The last ever that grade is being uh, torched away with. by the GAA, and the last final will be contested between Dublin and Galway. It oh, should be a cracker yeah, of a yeah. game, yeah. But I remember, um, I remember in my younger days going off to watch the Leash under twenty ones playing and thinking, oh, there's all the young lads that'll be playing senior soon. But anyway. They're moving it back a bit. I think they're going to go under nineteen. Go to is it under nineteen? I yeah, think it I think is, so, yeah. or is it under seventeen on the minor or something like that? Oh yeah, Lord. Well, we'll have to do a little bit of homework on that. I do remember that they made the change at Congress a couple of years ago, and it goes into effect now. So, very hard. good. Well, we have a busy show as well today. We, we do. have uh, uh, an interview that I did yesterday on the uh, film that's coming into town at um, Hot Docs, and it's called School Life. So we'll air that uh, a little bit after the news, maybe. Yeah. And then we have the uh, Toronto Rose. Yes. Uh, not only the Toronto Rose, but uh, Shannon Rush, who organizes the whole yeah. thing there. And the, the ball is coming up. The Roses are out to see all yeah. their sponsors today. They'll be giving us a shout in. And the 
Rose of Tralee herself. Special guest, the yeah. 2016 uh, Rose of Tralee from Chicago. Maggie McEldowney is going to be joining us on the call. Imagine that now. Lovely girl, actually. I was looking at some interviews that she... Ah, very good. She's a very, very good girl. Yeah. She'll be calling in as well, and uh, we'll have them on in the uh, the second half of the show as well. So absolutely. So that'll be good. So any crack in Ireland now? Come on, you were away in Ireland there, and Ah, loads of crack. crack, Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) Can't be telling them stories on air now, but uh, (laughs) no, it was lots, lots of good fun over there as usual. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Give out some of the secrets there last week when you were away. You no, know? you did, all right. Huh? Okay, uh, I missed that. Can't be repeating that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you off here a few <laughs> other stories. Uh, and uh, this week, Mike Ross from uh, Leinster yeah. and Ireland fame retired, uh, or is going to retire, announced his retirement for the end of the season. Amazing um, that he had got his uh, first cap from for Ireland in 2009 at the age of 29. So he's uh, done wow. quite well for himself. 61 caps, 151 caps for Leinster, uh, played in two World Cups for Ireland, won two Six Nations, won two Heineken Cups, oh, a, great, a great. Challenge Cup, and two Pro 12 titles. That's uh, a pretty amazing career now. Quite for, a resume, uh, for, for all that right. Yeah. That must be uh, some kind of a record that you get your first uh, international game. Uh, did you say at the age of 29? 29, yeah, I believe yeah. I read. Yeah. Late bloomer there already. Yeah, late yeah. bloomer. But, um, but yeah, yeah, has been around, obviously, playing. Yeah. And, uh, that very was impactful, very impactful player he was, yeah. Eight years of, uh, of uh, that kind of senior uh, uh, football is, is good, you know. Yeah, So, uh, well good, done. Good and stuff. Uh, good luck to him. He's off to work in the software industry now. So, you see, yeah. I might come across him. You might indeed, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyway, Punchestown is on this weekend. Ah, yeah, a and, classic. And uh, I don't have any Punchestown songs, <laughs> but uh, I have uh, lined up here Paddy Riley and uh, the Galway races, so uh, we'll have a blast. Oh, yeah, give that an old go there. As I went down to Galway Town to seek for recreation On the 17th of August, me mind being elevated There was multitudes assembled with their tickets at the station Me eyes began to dazzle as we're going to see the races With me whack, fall the do, fall the dithery idle day there was passengers from Limerick and men from Tipperary, the boys from Connemara and the Clare and married maidens. There were people from Cork City who were loyal, true and faithful. They brought home the Finian prisoners from dying and foreign nations. With me, whack, fall the do, fall the dithery idle day. It's there you'll see the pipers and the fiddlers competing. The nimble foot, the dancers and the chippin' over the daisies There was others crying cigars and lights and bills of all the races And the colours of the jockeys and they mounted on their horses With me whack, fall the do, fall the dithery idle day There you'll see the jockeys and they mounted out most stately The blue, the pink, the orange and green, the emblems of our nation When the bell was rung for starting, all the horses seemed impatient It seemed they never stood and ground, the speed was so amazing With me whack, fall the do, fall the dithery idle day 
there was half a million people there of all denominations. The Catholics, the Protestants, the Jews, the Presbyterians. There was yet no animosity, no matter what persuasion. But fortune and hospitality induced some fresh acquaintance with me. Wipe, fall the do, fall the tittery idle day. And now me throat is dry and I mean to end me song. Success attend the sport of kings since race and first begun. I've been to all the races and I've seen all the places. But I know that I'll return again to see the Galway races with me. Wipe all the dew, all the dithery idle day. Good stuff right. there, Galway races. But um, have you been to Punchestown? I've never, I, I, um, I I've never no. been to the Galway races, but I've been to Punchestown a couple of times, and um, oh, it's some, it's some crack. I would put that on any bucket list. Is it savage? Anyone. Yeah. Oh, it's great crack. Yeah, it's well, great crack. Uh, I played a bit of hooky from school and used to go up to it anyway. So, anyway. I'll, um, I'll tell you what. We'll have a maybe a chance to go back there at some stage and um, um, see a race because yeah. uh, the lads that I. Uh, do business with over there on yeah. the brogies. Yeah. They bought a horse. Did they? Aye. Go away. And guess what it's called? No. The brogie man. It is not. <laughs> it is. And did you so say? So I oh went and God. met it. Yeah. <laughs> you met I it. did. <laughs> Better than old carrot. <laughs> and uh, God, she's a beautiful beast out here. Is that he, right? He, he's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. He's only a two-year-old. Yeah. And uh, I'll show you another picture now. You'll, you, maybe you'll be able to post it on our Facebook. Oh, that's brilliant. And... Uh, Oil, I, I look like the right owner there standing That's, beside oh, him. Oh, I'd say huh? you do, yeah. <laughs> you, got the, you got the look of a fellow who would own a horse. But uh, <laughs> come here, though. He's, so he'll be he'll be running maybe this uh, this summer cool. in the first race, yeah. Oh, and your man, the trainer, reckons he's a winner. He oh, could true, even yeah. have a day at the Royal Ascot, he said. Go away. Could you imagine? Oh. Huh? <laughs> so, what's called? Uh, the brogy what? The brogy man. The brogy man. Oh, Keep yeah. your eyes out. Oh, God. If I've ever any For tips sure. on him that I know I'm he's going to so win, I'll tell all the listeners they'll be backing him. I've got to tell my mum about it. She'll even oh, put money yeah. on it. Yeah. So, anyway. Right. We go, um, we'll go away to Ottawa. Uh, we will indeed, yeah. We'll go up to Ottawa and uh, we'll have Desmond on here with the news from Ireland. Mm -hmm. A very good morning to you, Desmond. And a very good morning to you two lads. Great to have you back both in the studio and you're sounding in great form. And good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends over at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Tushuk Enda Kenny will be visiting Canada next week. In an announcement this past Tuesday from the office of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, it was announced that the Taoiseach will be visiting Montreal and Toronto from Wednesday, May 3rd to Friday, May 5th. Trudeau will meet with Kenny in Montreal on Thursday. He will hold meetings with business leaders, attend a reception for members of the Irish-Canadian community, as well as meet with Tourism Ireland and Enterprise Ireland over here. Kenny's Canadian visit means that, once again, the issue of his continued leadership of Fine Gael has been punted down the road. Party TDs had been expecting Kenny to make an announcement about his future at next Wednesday's party meeting after attending a European Council summit meeting in Malta. According to the Irish Times, Kenny said in The Hague in the Netherlands last Friday that he would make his leadership intentions clear once, quote, the ground rules for Brexit were in place. Those guidelines will likely be agreed when the European Union leaders meet in Brussels today, Saturday. Back in February, Kenny said that his party 
told his party that he would deal with the leadership question, quote, effectively and conclusively after his St. Patrick's Day visit to the White House. However, he later said that he was staying on in office to begin Brexit negotiations and to see in the establishment of a new Northern Ireland executive. And in relation to that breaking news from Brussels this morning, the remaining 27 European Union leaders released a communique on Saturday afternoon that committed the EU to allow Northern Ireland into the EU if voters vote in a future referendum to join the Republic of Ireland. EU President Donald Tusk said that the commitment was in keeping with the Good Friday Agreement. And in another related story, speaking of the Westminster elections, an update on a story that we brought you last week. The Belfast Telegraph is reporting that the anticipated electoral pact between the Democratic Unionist Party and Ulster Unionist Party did not materialize. Negotiations between the DUP leader Arlene Foster and UUP leader Robin Swan broke down this past week, even though the two parties had had a deal in place in the 2015 vote, with neither side finding common ground in key constituencies. There will now likely be DUP candidates in South Belfast and South Antrim and UUP candidates in East Belfast and Upper Ban. However, the parties had already unilaterally decided that there should be one unionist unity candidate in North Belfast and Fermanagh and South Tyrone. Meanwhile, the Green Party, which has two Assembly MLAs, have said that they will not enter into a pro-Remain pact for the election. Party leader Stephen Agnew, an MLA for North Down, said his party had held talks with the Social Democratic and Labour Party, Sinn Féin and the UUP. He claimed he had requested a meeting with Alliance leader Naomi Long, but she refused. Well, in health news this morning, the board of directors of the Hollis Street Hospital, current home of the National Maternity Hospital, has backed the plan to build a maternity site on the grounds of St. Vincent Hospital in Elm Park. The Herald reports that the 300 million euro hospital will be owned by the Sisters of Charity. The acknowledgement that the nuns would own the hospital because it will be built on land that they own nearly scuppered the deal late last week, but it has now been confirmed that the nuns will not run the hospital. However, the majority decision came only after a four-hour debate. Board member Dr. Peter Boylan, Sinn Féin councillor Michael McDonagh, and Dublin Lord Mayor Brendan Carr voted against the re-endorsement of the plan. Later in the week, Dr. Boylan resigned from the board, saying that the ordeal was akin to an episode of Father Ted. St. Vincent's Healthcare Group issued a statement on Tuesday saying that all services that are legal in Ireland would be available at the new hospital, and it now appears likely that the deal will go ahead. In a related story, it will be another four and a half years until the new National Children's Hospital is opened, according to Health Minister Simon Harris. The Irish Daily Mirror reports that the hospital should have opened late last year, a date that was then pushed back to early 2018. The location, when it does open at St. James's Hospital in Dublin, will cost more than €1 billion, Euros, which the paper says makes it the most expensive paediatric facility on earth. But construction is due to begin within weeks, originally slated to be built on the Matter Hospital site. The new facility will incorporate Our Lady's, Ho- Our Lady's Children's Hospital, Cromlin, and Children's University Hospital, Temple Street, as well as pediatric services in Tala. The new Coombe Women and Infants University Hospital will also be built at St. James's once the children's facility is finished. The new hospital will feature a rooftop rainbow garden as well as 380 single rooms with ensuite bathrooms and a bed for parents. This week in Irish history at 3.30pm on April 29, 1916, the Easter Rising comes to an end. After six days of fighting, Patrick Pearce surrenders to British forces. There were 450 killed in the fighting, of whom about 250 were civilian. There were 60 rebel deaths, 110 from British forces, with 350 wounded. 
Another 15 rebels were executed that May. The rising had begun on April 24, 1916, at noon, when Pierce had read aloud the proclamation of the Irish Republic outside of the General Post Office in Dublin. One of the fallout events of the rising was the 1918 general strike against conscription. On April 23rd, Irish trade unions called on their members to strike against the imposition of conscription in Ireland during the First World War, extending the British Military Services Act of 1916 to the island. As many as 200,000 Irishmen fought in the British Army during the Great War. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available for more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto on this Punchestown and Kentucky Derby weekend with a couple of thoroughbreds themselves down there at Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, slán go foil. The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, folks. Well, you know we are blessed in the city of Toronto to get all these wonderful shows and films and coming this week is a lovely film called School Life and um, May the 1st it'll be at the Tiff Bell Lightbox and also on Wednesday May the 3rd and again on Sunday May the 7th and I'm lucky to have the co-directors Nasa Mikinon and David Rain calling in from Ballinlock in the County Mead I believe is that right there folks? Yeah, well, Westmead. We're not quite. Oh, Westmead. Oh, be the Lord hokey. All right, we better get that clear now. Yeah, we're just we're just over the border. <laughs> all right, all right. And you were telling me there earlier in a, in a couple of weeks, the big Body and Soul Festival will be on there, and you'll have about twenty thousand people camping out there in the back garden. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Very good. Well, listen. Um, so I had a chance to uh, have a look at this lovely film. Uh, called School Life, and it's all about John and Amanda Layden's life as school teachers in this Hedford School, housed in this 18th century Hogwarts-like estate. And um, it's a fascinating uh, film. Uh, tell me, how did you get into this? Uh, what what drew you to this? Okay, well, we were living up in the northwest of Ireland, and. Uh, um, and we, our children went to a tiny little village school. And um, as you know, like a lot of the village schools in Ireland, they, you know, it's either Catholic or Protestant. And um, and it was just, it was 2012, and you know, all the sort of teaching resources have been pulled away from schools. And uh, 
uh, classes were getting much, much bigger, and so we found our children were in, you know, a classroom of 30 kids and three classes in one classroom, one teacher. So anyway, we decided we needed to do something about their education. So we started to look for an alternative type of education, a kind of a, a broader uh, uh, view of education. So we, we started locally first and then we kind of looked at the Educate Together schools and then we went a bit further and started looking at Steiner schools. And then in the end we found this school, Hedford, on, on, a, on a website. We'd never heard of it. And uh, what attracted us was the letter that the headmaster had written. And in his introduction to the school, he focused on like the happiness of the child being at the core of, of uh, the school. So we thought that was a very interesting starting point. So we contacted him and uh, with view to sending our children there. And we realized this was the only, this was the last primary boarding school left in the country. Now we decided we we weren't ready to kind of delve into boarding school at that stage because our kids were still quite young. So we had already, we made the decision that we would move down there as a family and our children would attend as day pupils. And at the same time, during our conversation with the headmaster, he was familiar with some of our work, and he asked us, would we be interested in making a film about the school? And uh, both David and I jumped at the chance because both of us had been to boarding school as children and we had uh, pretty different experiences. Mine was quite positive because I went when I was 11 and David's was a little bit more traumatic. Yeah, I'm, but, but I'm hi, hi, Ken. Great to hi, be, David. Great, great to be talking to you. Um, yeah, so the genesis of the film was that we, we were looking for a school. We found a school we loved or we thought we would love. The headmaster really was very positive about the idea of a film being made. And as NASA said, we had this boarding school experience. I had an awful boarding school experience. I was sent when I was seven years old to, from Nigeria back to the UK. Um, uh, the Biafran War had begun, and my parents were partly worried about the dangers, but also they thought that, that a boarding school education would be a good thing for, uh, for myself and my brother. But it, it's pretty traumatic to send a seven-year-old 6,000 miles away from their, their parents. So I was very skeptical when the headmaster said, well, why don't you make a, a film about, about the school? I thought, well, we're just going to find traumatized children, very unhappy children, children who are separated from their parents. And I was kind of not so sure about it. But as when we started on that journey of making the film, we actually found the, the exact opposite. We found children who who really, really loved being there and experienced a lot of happiness and joy there. Of course, some of them missed their parents. That, that was inevitable, but that was usually a fairly short period. And very, very quickly, it became one giant sleepover. So very, very different from my own experience. And yeah, certainly watching the uh, the film, the, the children seem very happy. I'd never heard of school myself. Um, and I you know, was fortunate enough, I suppose, to go to school right there in Sligo where I'm from didn't have to uh, to be a boarder or anything like that I know my dad's brother because he was uh, a bit of the uh, the black sheep in the family if you will was sent off to board the school uh, up in Dublin and that was kind of the the necessity maybe at that time but uh, this is this is obviously by choice with these folks here and and it's it's very interesting with uh, with John and Amanda how they're you know they're obviously teaching them stuff from maths to Latin and rock music and 
and uh, you know they're talking very openly about things like gay marriage and stuff like that it's uh, it's it's very very interesting in their approach to teaching and it seems um it seems uh, you know very appropriate i suppose in this day and age yeah yeah i mean they, they you know they, they they don't talk down to children they yeah. talk to them as 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 equal people and they, they the school gives the children immense freedom. I mean, you know, the grounds are incredible and they have like this like 40-acre woodland. And and they're allowed to climb trees, which children yeah. nowadays, there's a statistic that something like 80% of children have never climbed a tree uh, because, because nowadays parents are terrified, schools are terrified, everybody's health and safety conscious, and they've lost that freedom to, to just explore. And explore, yeah, yeah. And head for children do to have that freedom, which is something we really, really found in our film. And and so the the experiences that you had yourselves then versus what you what you witnessed on on film and what your children have gone through at this school, you know, is it fair to say then completely different? Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we certainly didn't, well, I didn't have a John and Amanda in my life, um, you know, I didn't have somebody who I wanted to come back and hang out with as an adult, and that's something that we found in this school, like, because before we started on the project, we we talked to a lot of alumni, you know, 50-year-olds and 40-year-olds and 30-year-olds and 20-year-olds, and uh, asked them about their experience at the school, and it was John and Amanda's name that kept coming up. And so that's how we knew that we had to we had to incorporate them in the film that we were going to make. But our own children did did blossom there. But the film the film thankfully is not about our own children. I mean we we follow three three stories of of children who are who are in their own ways quite fragile, quite vulnerable. There's a there's a, a young girl who's incredibly shy, excruciatingly quiet and shy. And and John very, very gently works with her to encourage her to, to speak out and gets her to actually join the school rock band, something you'd never imagine this girl would do when we meet her first. Her name's Eliza. But she actually joins the school rock band. And by the end of the film, she's transformed. She's like a, a butterfly coming out of a cocoon. She, she's chatting to the other girls. She's smiling. And, and it, it's that transformative power that, that, that these teachers have that really the film is about is another young young boy who's dyslexic and very sort of fun and quite confident in himself but but that's all a front he's really he's really very very nervous and and afraid of a lot of things because of his dyslexia and Amanda works with him and brings him out on stage she gets him to play the ghost in a in a, a, a kid's version of Hamlet which is very funny but he's actually his conf you see his confidence grow as these as these teachers very very kindly and gently bring these kids forward, so that's that's kind of what the film, what we tried to find in the film, and I think we we'd succeed with that.
daylight has almost gone. The birds have sung their last. The bells call on to mass. Seat ye by my side, for the night is very long. There's something I must hear.
Beautiful ah, tune there, Kenny. That's lovely there. Lorena McKinnis. Oh, beautiful. Our well, very own from Ontario. And, uh, Skillig. Skillig Michal. Lovely. the uh, site of... Uh, Skellig Michal. Skellig, yeah. What did I say? Skillig. Skillig. Oh, sure. That's you the away. You I say book as well. Book. Hey, I'm awful jibing uh, about my accent. Sorry, I was just going to say, though, that yes, was the yes, site yes. of uh, Star Wars, right? Oh, okay. The movie there. And they brought a lot back into down around there off the coast of Kerry. Lovely. And uh, that was just a wee tie into the movie because uh, I didn't have any film music for uh, <laughs> school life. But uh, a great movie and you should try and get out and we'll talk a wee bit more about it in the calendar. And uh, NASA and uh, and uh, Dave were, were lovely to chat to there. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, good interview. Well good done. Stuff. Well done. So uh, I want to do a little birthday shout out to um, uh, a fellow from Tipperary that listens to our show every so often. Oh, go away. Every so often, I'd say. 21, is he? No, uh, no, I think he does. Uh, Dermot Ryan. Dermot Ryan. Oh, there. Dermot. Um, yeah. Got a little bit of, um, got a little, got, got cut back a little bit now after the game last oh, week. You know, yeah. we've been happy about that, but sure, they only care about the big one. The, you the called big, it out, though. The big though, trophy. If I remember. Oh, you you could did be say my, go. Uh, huh? Could be my year. Could be this. Yeah. Could be your year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The curse is gone from teams now, yeah. is it? That I'm going to predict the East don't go far. <laughs> Good man. I'm going to be very careful with my uh, with my predictions this year. And uh, another uh, a Mayo man coming to town on Friday. Uh, Enda Kenny is in town, Kenny. He is indeed. With the hockey. Uh-huh. You going to go see him? I will. I'll be down there and <laughs> find out all about things in Castlebar. <laughs> Hey, I have. Um, I'll throw some tough questions at him. I think I bought some huh? tomatoes about three weeks ago. Yeah, and I was about <laughs> ah, to. Now that's can awful. I give them to you? <laughs> Could you be, you'd be a bit disappointed with Ender, would you? What's that? Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be a bit. Yeah. wouldn't be a huge fan. I'll tell you what, now. he didn't do a lot for the West. Now, no, no huh? he did not. For a man from the West, from the West, we thought we'd be away with it. Yeah, but did no. nothing. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, but uh, listen, interesting enough, man. We get to get the old phone down there and see. Oh, well, I'll get an interview with him for sure. Yeah, it'd be great if we got a. We'll yeah, have end on the show Enda next Kenny Saturday. You're listening to Keologus Craig. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I suppose it'll be his last trip, at least as a politician, out to uh, Canada anyway. Oh, it will, yeah. Maybe he'll come back on the holidays. <laughs> I can't wait to ask him, too, about the whole Trump oh, meeting. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. That'd no, be good, be wouldn't it? Very interesting. But well, he, called the wife. he called the wife something there. Well, <laughs> I didn't call her Fanula anyway. <laughs> but he's his he, new best pal. He'd be careful enough, I'd say, now, but what he'd be saying. All right, right, go on to a bit of music there. We will, actually. This is, um, played a wee bit of these lads uh, last week, and uh, Bioga is the name of them. They're uh, they're from Belfast, a traditional band, and I was saying last week that uh, the Wall Street Journal had them down as the best new traditional band out of uh, Ireland. Have a listen to this. It's called Like a Dime.
Lovely stuff. Good man, Kenny. You're you go, having a storm here today. Lovely. All right, listen, we have a special guest here today, and um, I, um, I uh, wanted to uh, make sure that we uh, took some time to talk to our special visitor here from town. And um, yes. what's her... Um, We've got Shannon Rush. We do indeed. Shannon, how are you doing? And, uh, I'm well. How are you? Ah, I'm great. I'm great. And uh, so, listen, you have a busy day today. You're yes, out. We do. You're out seeing all your sponsors, and um, you're going to take all the roses around. And you have a special guest in town as well today. We do. We have a very, very special guest in town. So we have all of our Toronto Rose entrants um, for 2017 on a big party bus right now, and we're making our way through downtown Toronto. Oh, be the um, And we also have our the very, very fabulous and graceful Maggie, um, who is the current international Chicago here with us today. That's brilliant. Woo! 
<laughs> All right. Well done, ladies. That's great. And a party bus. How come we didn't get an invite on this party bus? Well, that's because you have to be in a studio, Ken. All right. Fair enough. That's a very good answer, Shannon. Well done. <laughs> All righty. Well, I'm going to let you have a chat with Maggie here. Um, and Petra's here as well. And so she can talk a little bit about the Toronto Rose Ball that's coming up on May 13th. Brilliant stuff. Good stuff. You had us at. Hi, Ken. How are you? I'm great, Maggie. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I just landed here this morning in Toronto, and we're uh, we hit the ground running, so we're already on our Rose tour. Well, congratulations on on uh, winning, of course, in 2016. Since this is our first time to be chatting to you, I'd say it was some year, was it? It's it's been surreal, yeah. So uh, we're we're making our way through. We've got we're about three quarters of the way in through the year, and um, it's just been fantastic. So this is my first trip to Canada. I'm I'm very excited to be here. And uh, it's a great place, isn't it? It is. It's, it's beautiful. You're going to love this town. And no wall either. You didn't have to come through a wall or anything like that You're coming <laughs> up here, huh? <laughs> Nothing like that, no. <laughs> oh, God. So, Maggie, it's Mark here. I'm the other half of the of the show. Um, have you been to a few of the other uh, Rose Centres on the, on the run-up here to the various events? I'm on yep. Facebook with a lot of them, and I see that it's all kind of heating up in all kinds of parts of the world. I know. Yeah, so I've been very lucky. Um been able to make it to... I think this will be 11 and 12 this weekend of the 19 North American Center. Yeah. Um, the plan is to make it to all the Irish centers. Uh, we were able to make it to London. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm honestly, it's, it's so lucky. I'm, I'm very lucky to be here. Um, yeah, everybody's going to be sick of me by the end of it. <laughs> so <laughs> you, get rid of me. when you reflect on the year, any, any standout moments, any uh, very interesting stories that you can tell us? Jeez. Um, you know, this, the clean year now the we're, this, this is This is a kind of a family show as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I would say our trip, uh, Petra and I went to Belarus um, in February to work with the um, oh, Chernobyl yeah. Children's International. So that was that was a really profound trip. Um, you know, a lot of tough things. We saw a lot of tough things there, but um, to get to know the kids and, and the mission there um, was really inspiring. So mm-hmm. I would say that was probably the standout memory for me so far this year. And did the, uh, did, did the award interfere with your career down there in Chicago, Maggie? Did you have to put everything on hold? Well, uh, you'd have to ask my boss. I think we, so far, so good. Um, he was, a, my uh, media boss is Italian, so he had a tough time wrapping his mind around um, how many times I would be visiting Ireland this year. Um, but yeah, no, he, he's, big, he's a big fan now, and uh, so he's a very, very big supporter, and I'm very gracious. They're very gracious at the time off, so. All right, very good. Yeah, so it's good. That's great, and people will get an opportunity to meet you tonight as well. I know you're going around to see all your sponsors, but then later on down at P.J. O'Brien's at around half five, I believe you'll all be uh, back in there, so if folks want to come out and, and meet you, you'll be hanging around there, Maggie? We'll be at P.J.'s, looking forward to it. Hopefully uh, we can get a crowd out and uh, get to meet the people of Toronto. Ah, that's great. Well, you're very yeah, good for uh, coming on the show. Thanks a million. want to say to enjoy the day and uh, enjoy uh, Toronto. And maybe you can pass on uh, Petra there and we'll have a chat with her. Perfect. Nice to meet you, Mark. Thanks, Th- Ken. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Thanks Maggie. Well done. Right, hang on a minute. Hello. Petra. Hi, you guys doing in there? Are you, um, are you in an accelerated state of uh, intoxication yet? Uh, working up to it, working up to it. I think yeah. today is definitely going to accelerate things a bit. You know, it's, <laughs> it's quite the memory to come back to this time last year when I was on the tour bus and being with everyone now we're gonna have a great time oh yeah well done well done that's great 
Good stuff. Now, give us uh, a little bit of info now. The big ball is coming up in a couple of weeks, right? Or a week? A week? Yes. Uh, it's May 13th. So the ball's on May 13th. Tickets are $85. And you can go on the Toronto Irish Cultural uh, Society website in order to purchase tickets. And it's going to be a phenomenal night. You know, these girls, like, hearing them talk is going to be amazing. And as you know, the ticket includes dinner and there's an open bar. So it'll be a perfect party for anyone that wants to come. Brilliant. That's Brilliant. great. Ah, good stuff. So where's the next stop? Where are you off to now? Uh, we're going to David Dunkley. He is our hat sponsor for the Toronto Rose Centre, and he is one of the top milliners in Canada. Oh. So we're going to go and visit him and his shop. Let's just up on Bathurst Street and are going to have a phenomenal time. Maybe a little glass of champagne. That sounds it's like a blast. Next. Oh, yeah. my God. That sounds like a blast. Oh, if only oh, we yes. didn't have this old radio show to do, now we'd be on that bus with you, that's for you sure. You poor things, you poor things. I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> Listen, enjoy your day out there. And, Thank uh, you so much. Thanks so much for talking to us, and uh, I look forward to talking to you soon and to see you at the Rose Ball. Get, that, the Rose Ball get, and get that bus driver to turn on AM 1430 if possible. Will do, will do. We'll wait till, we'll wait till everything goes off and then uh, turn it on after yeah. we hang up here. There's some great Chinese music after noon as well. Good to know, good to know. And we'll see you down at PJ's tonight at 5.30. Perfect, we're starting it in. All Great right, stuff. sounds all good, well all done. Right. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. All right, good stuff. There's all the girls heading off to, to the, check out the hats there, Kenny. The Milner. I was asked that question in a quiz once, and i tell you about that. Oh, uh, no. yeah, you know the quiz up on yeah, the stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, what, what does, uh, what's the official uh, title for, um, for someone who makes hats? Of course, I didn't know. <laughs> A hat man. Yeah. And there was something about the hat questions I struggled with. Yeah. I was asked, what was a sombrero? And I didn't know either. <laughs> I do know, of course, but what is a sombrero? Some kind I of tequila, it, is it? I said it was a sandwich. <laughs> In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition. And a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness Guinness. All right, folks, here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar events for uh, this week. And uh, as Mark mentioned, Enda is coming to town. So, uh, yes, the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce, uh, in collaboration with the Enterprise Ireland and the IDA and the Embassy of Ireland, invite you to join them and welcoming Taoiseach Enda Kenny to Toronto Friday, May the 5th at 8 a.m. at the Hot House Restaurant, 35 Church Street. Space is limited to this, folks, and, of course, you got to get that through your membership at the Chamber and you can go through um, com. and the Galway Arms want you to know that uh, every Thursday every um, last Thursday of every month they'll be hosting the Galway Ramblers trad sessions and anyone can join in the first one there was last Thursday I'm sure it was a, a great night a sing song and you can play uh, if you can play an in- instrument music instrument <laughs> a musical instrument, excuse me. Again, uh, uh, get down to the Galway Arms and uh, join them in in a bit of crack down there. School Life uh, is a film that's coming this week, and you heard the interview with uh, NASA and David earlier. It is showing at the Bell Lightbox, and it's going to be on a Monday, May the 1st at a quarter past four, and then on Wednesday, May the 3rd, at 12.15 at the Scotiabank Cinema, and then on Sunday, May the 7th, back at the TIFF uh, Lightbox. The Mayo Person of the Year is uh, Mary Kelleher, and congratulations to Mary. And the big event is coming up on Saturday, May the 6th. 
The location is La Traport Banquet Hall at 1075 Queensway East in Mississauga. Tickets are $65 per person. Cocktails are at 6 p.m. Dinner is at 7 p.m. sharp. And the music will be by the Trish O'Brien Band. For ticket information, you can give Kathleen a call at 416-748-9227 or Valerie a call at 647-342-2896. Darkness into Light are delighted to be partnered with a fantastic Toronto charity for this year's event. They're called Progress Place. This year's Darkness into Light in Toronto takes place on Saturday, May the 6th at 5 a.m. The walk will be a five-kilometre route from Jack Layton Ferry Docks to Ireland Park and back. And you heard the ladies on there. The Toronto Rose Ball is coming up on Saturday, May the 13th at the King Garden Banquet Hall. And that's at 15 Can Motor Avenue. And that's just east of Islington on the Queensway. Tickets are $85 for a sit-down dinner and an open bar. And they can be purchased at the Toronto Irish Cultural Society.com or give Paddy Canavan a call. 416-206-8670. And if you want to meet Maggie, go on down there uh, to PJ's and meet Maggie and um, Petra and the whole gang at 5.30 this afternoon. Open Door 3rd Annual Dance Weekend is coming up May 26th to Sunday, May the 28th. Everyone's welcome, and it's going to take place at the Royal Canadian Legion, Legion, and that's at Todd Morden Branch, number 10, 1083 Pape Avenue. It's a cash bar, and lots of live music, great dancing, Kaylee set and waltzing. There's free parking, and it is TTC accessible. Give Geraldine a call at 416-573-1205, or Mary a call at 905-330-7900. And the ICCCTO is having their Ireland-Canada Business Summit. And you can go to their website for more details. It's coming up on May 31st. If you've got an event and you want to send me an email, please do so at ken at saturdayirishradio.com. And you can check out our website for all the events, phone numbers and such at saturdayirishradio.com. Good stuff, folks. What's right. going on again, Kenny, oh, in the community? Indeed, indeed. I have an old Christy Hennessy tune lined up here. All so right. All right, good stuff. We'll we, uh, blast that away ah, and then we'll come back and say hello, me. say goodbye to our folks. All right. Remember me whenever you're blue Remember me when there's no one holding you. Anytime you feel like you can't make it through, remember me and I will be with you. Whenever you're afraid And when you lose your dreams along the way Anytime you feel like you can't make it through Remember me and I will
When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 The Queen's way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. And just very, very quick announcement, Ken, that uh, James McSherry is having his annual language weekend again up in Mary Home in Keswick. That's on June the 2nd, 3rd and 4th. The cost is $215 for the full weekend. We'll get you more details on that next week. Good man. All right. That's it, folks. That's Another it. hour has gone by. Slán Slángalar. for our Irish community can be heard